Thanks for listening to the Valley Point Church Podcast. We hope it's a blessing to you. Okay, welcome to Valley Point Church, welcome to Father's Day, and welcome to a brand new series. I'm glad that you're here. And for all of the dads in the room, I hope that this is a memorable day for you. I remember somebody saying once, any man can be a father, but it takes someone special to be a dad. And I think that's true. For all the dads in the room, whatever age you may be, whatever station of life, for all of you fathers, God bless you. I hope you have a wonderful day. So, summer has arrived. And to quote the theologian Alice Cooper, school's out for summer, which now means we can begin our summer series. And one of the things we've done here for the past several summers at Valley Point is we have taken the months of June, July, and August, and we dive into one topic or theme. So it's not a bunch of different series. It's just one series that we dive into that carries us throughout the summer. And this summer is going to be no different. So let me introduce you to our title. It's called Nine Flavors. Nine Flavors. And this is taken from a very dynamic set of verses found in Galatians chapter 5. Galatians is a book in the New Testament. It's written by a guy named Paul. He wrote it to real people in a real place, a real church in the city of Galatia. And he was trying to encourage them to live for Christ and to follow him. And so he introduces these nine flavors in Galatians chapter 5, verses 22 and 23. This is going to serve as the foundation for June, July, and August our summer, here's what it says. Here are the words of the Lord. But the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There is no law against these things. Now, can you just imagine with me for a moment if a group of people who are seeking to follow after Jesus in imperfect ways because we are imperfect individuals, but just imagine if a group of people said, you know what, we want to live that. Like, what if the demonstration of your life and my life and our life as a church was this, love, joy, Peace? Are you kidding me? What a difference this would make. Don't you think? Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There are nine fruits listed here. And we're going to spend our summer investigating and cultivating these fruits because here's the deal. If you have trusted in Jesus alone to rescue you, If you have embraced his leadership and his forgiveness, we have the Holy Spirit living within us. And I'm going to come back to that in just a moment because it is a marvelous thought. 
So keep that in mind. If you have trusted in Jesus alone to save you, if you have embraced his leadership and forgiveness, we have the Holy Spirit living within us. And Galatians chapter 5, verses 22 and 23, informs us that he produces this fruit in our lives. Now, maybe you're here and you don't believe in Jesus. And you're just not so sure about that. I'm glad that you're here. Welcome to Valley Point Church. And you need to know that this is a safe place for you to investigate, for you to seek, and for you to question. I hope that you'll join us over the summer as we talk about the fruit of the Spirit. And I think you just may be captivated with what God can do in you. I think that can happen for you. So here's how this will work. Let me give you an outline just so that you have an idea of what's going to take place each and every week when we come together. Today, I'm going to give you an introduction and just think through the fruit of the Spirit. And then you'll find on August the 5th, or not August the 5th, on, here we are, on June 17th, that's today, introduction, on June 24th, it's the fruit of love. And then here we go, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, and then we'll wrap up on August the 26th with a conclusion. Now, I know some of you, I know some of you, and I can see what you're thinking. I'm here for the introduction. If I come on August the 26th with the conclusion, I will have the whole series and I can skip the rest of the summer. Yeah, I can see it in your eyes. So please don't do that, okay? Get here and take advantage of Facebook Live when you are on vacation because I believe this discussion, the fruit of the Spirit as described here in Galatians chapter 5, is vital for our friendship with God. And when we get this and understand it, I believe we'll make God happy. I also believe we may just have our best spiritual year. Now, it's not unusual for the summer series to be based on a book that I have read at some point, and this summer is no different. This book is called Cultivating the Fruit of the Spirit, Growing in Christlikeness by Christopher Wright. He's a great thinker, a good theologian, a wonderful mind, and I would encourage you to go out, buy this book, and you'll be able to track with what's happening here at Valley Point Church. Good book, and I think it'll be a wonderful summer read for you. Okay, here's our big idea for today. So take out your talk notes, get that pen ready, and let's fill in some blanks together. Big idea, fruit takes time. Fruit takes time. Kind of a weird big idea. (laughs) It kind of is. And I think as we move through the rest of our time together, this will begin to make sense. So to get us going, I want us to talk a little bit about pneumatology. Pneumatology. Sounds like fun, doesn't it? Yes, pneumatology. This is a great word. So the word pneuma is a Greek word that means spirit or breath. And so when we talk about pneumatology, we are talking about the doctrine of the Holy Spirit. 
So that's pneumatology. Pneuma, breath or spirit pneumatology is thinking about and studying the doctrine or the theology of the Holy Spirit. So who's the Holy Spirit? Who's that guy? Well, this is actually a fairly complex theological concept and unique to Christianity. So when we talk about God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, very unique to Christianity. It what, it's what makes us distinct. So let's think through this. Ready? Father's Day 2018, new mythology, here we go. We often talk about God, and we talk about Jesus, and then occasionally there's this other guy, the, the Holy Spirit, but we don't talk about him too much. We talk about God, we talk about Jesus, and then there's this other guy, the Holy Spirit. A better way to refer to them is probably to say this, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, all very real and all very active in the life of the believer. Theologians refer to this as the Trinity. One God, not three gods, one God who functions in three persons, they always agree with each other, and they always act in unison. The Trinity, thinking about God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, not three gods, but one God acting in three persons, always in unison, always working together, is considered a mystery beyond human comprehension to be reflected upon only through the revelation of Scripture. And so in Scripture, we find these descriptions of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, not three gods, one God acting in unison and functioning in three persons. The Trinity, as we think about this, is a biblical concept that expresses the dynamic character of God. And I think it does this, and this is what's fascinating to me. When we think about God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, not three gods, one God, they work in unison, they function together, complex. We embrace this by faith. Here's what else is unique about the Trinity. It helps us to understand that God himself is beyond our human understanding. Meaning, we can't put God in a box and say, well, here's who he is and here's how he functions. I think we can do that a little bit with our human minds and we see things in scripture that describes God and so we get a picture, but it is nearly impossible for us to fully understand God. And so when we think about the Trinity, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, three people functioning as one always acting in unison, it helps us to know that God can't fully be explained. Now, why are we talking about this, right? It's Father's Day. Everybody wants to step out of here and grill in a few moments. Some of you want Juan to come back and sing Forever Young. You don't want to talk about this. I, I get it. I get it. But just stick with me for a few moments because Galatians, our text tells us, Galatians chapter 5, verse 22, the Holy Spirit. So here's God, not God the Father, not God the Son, but God the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. 
when you trusted in Jesus alone to rescue you, if that's something that you've done, the moment you placed your trust in God the Father through the work of Jesus and his death, burial, and resurrection, the moment you did that, without even knowing it or feeling it or sensing it, Scripture tells us that God the Father gave you a gift. He gave me a gift. And that gift is the Holy Spirit who takes up residence in our lives the moment we trust. Again, we may not be able to feel this. We may not sense that. We probably can't even explain it or understand it because it is complex. But Scripture tells us when you embrace Jesus as leader, in that moment, God the Father gave you the gift of the Holy Spirit. And here's what the Holy Spirit inside of you does. Here's what he does. This is his job. So kind of a job description of sorts. Here's what he does. He convicts of sin and he helps us to understand scripture. Scripture is difficult at times, isn't it? And what does this mean and what is it saying? Well, God talks to us about the spirit within us, kind of turns the light on scripture so that we get it and we can embrace it and live it. So he convicts of sin. He turns the light on scripture. He guides. He guides us. The Holy Spirit is incredible. And this is God, the Father's gift to us. And here's the deal. He never leaves us. He never leaves us. He won't. He can't. It's God's gift to us, living within us. Now, we can push him out of the way, and we can ignore the Holy Spirit and that conviction and that guidance, and we can avoid Scripture so we're not understanding fully what God wants us to do. We can do all of those things. And when we push the Holy Spirit away from having a front row seat in our lives, guess what? No fruit. No fruit. And that's the heart of Galatians chapter 5 and why I take the time to explain all of this. If we're pushing out the Holy Spirit and ignoring him, again, he doesn't leave us, but we can push him way in the back. We can put him in a room and close the door in our heart and there is no love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, and so on. Or we can let him work in us We can let him guide and convict. We can pay attention to him, like what I sense you are doing now. And guess what will be cultivated and what will be the demonstration of that in our lives? Fruit. Like love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, and so on. It's interesting because living by the Spirit is really a theme of what we discover in the book of Galatians. Before verses 22 and 23, we find these words. So I say, Paul, the author, I say, let the Holy Spirit guide your lives. There's that guidance component. It's beautiful. Then you won't be doing what your sinful nature craves. The sinful nature wants to do evil, which is just the opposite of what the Spirit wants. The Spirit wants love, joy, peace. And the Spirit gives us desires that are the opposite of what the sinful nature 
desires. These two forces are constantly fighting each other so that you are not free to carry out your good intentions. So this series, all summer long, this is really a call for every single one of us to yield, to submit, to listen to the Spirit, so that these fruits are lived out in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. This series is a call to yield to all of that and to submit to the Spirit's guidance. Okay, is this making sense? Are you still tracking with me? Let me give you three thinking points. Number one, fruit is the natural product of life. If a tree is alive, it will bear fruit. That's going to happen if it's a fruit-bearing kind of tree. Think about this. Trees don't bear fruit because they grunt or strive or try hard in some way. No, the fruit that they bear, if it's a fruit-bearing kind of tree, is a result of the life within it. And that's true of the believer, the life that comes from following the Spirit. Well, the natural product of that is love, joy, peace, patience, all of these things. Secondly, Paul, with this list of qualities is saying that these are qualities that God himself will produce in a person's life because the life of God is at work within them. And then number three, fruit bearing takes time. We talked about that with our big idea. Fruit bearing takes time. Character takes time. And that's the series. And that's why we want to spend several weeks all summer long thinking about this character because that's what the fruit of the Spirit is. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. That's the character that is being cultivated within us when we follow the Spirit. So here's the question. As I began to walk through all of this, Here's the question, if we're supposed to live by the Spirit so that this fruit is being cultivated and lived out in our lives, how? How do you live by the Spirit? How do you allow Him to guide you? Is that coming to church? Is it whatever? What is it? How? How do you actually live by the Spirit? Well, here's what we find in Galatians chapter 5, verse 24. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have nailed the passions and desires of their sinful nature to his cross and crucified them there. Since we are living by the Spirit, let us follow the Spirit's leading in every part of our lives. Let us not become conceited or provoke one another or be jealous of one another. So here's the how. Here's a very practical way for us to be led by the Spirit. Here's how. First of all, daily, I nail sinful passions to the cross. It's what the text says. Daily I'm doing this. So here's what I want to do, but I know it doesn't line up with what God says I should be doing in Scripture, so I'm going to nail that desire to the cross. Or here's how I want to think, or here's how I want to respond, or here's what I want to say, but I know it doesn't line up with the Spirit inside of me, and the Spirit's kind of convicting me about that. Don't do it. Don't say that. 
Don't think that way. And so we take all of that and we nail it daily. Not just occasionally, but daily, constantly taking these sinful passions and saying, I'm going to nail that to the cross. That's living by the Spirit. How about this? Daily I live by the Spirit and allow Him to control me and lead me through His Word. Galatians chapter 5 talked about that. This is why. So this is why every week here at Valley Point, we open up Scripture and say, what does God have to say to us? Because we need these words poured into our hearts and poured into our minds. We have to have this in order to survive. And so living by the Spirit means I allow Him to control me through His Word. It means I got to get into the Word of God. I have to have that pouring into me. How about this? The very last verse there says, let go of conceit, provoking others, and jealousy. We struggle with these things, don't we? Just this week, I found myself being very jealous of something that I read on Twitter about another pastor and some things that were happening in their church. I'm like, oh, I want to see that happen. Like, I want to be a part of that. And then I'm studying, and, you know, you got to let go of being jealous of other people and be content. And so we let go of these things. And when we do that, living by the Spirit, living by the Spirit, and guess what will flow out of our lives? Love, joy, peace, patience, all of these things. So I would submit to you, I would posit that if you're not seeing these things in your life as a follower of Jesus, then it's time to nail sinful passions to the cross daily. It's time to get into the word of God so that you are driven by the spirit. And it's time to let go of conceit, provoking others and jealousy and be guided by the spirit who lives within us Allow him to freely reign and to have control and submit to that so that these things are being lived out in our lives. Okay, three takeaways. Number one, I want you to memorize Galatians chapter 5, verses 22 and 23. You think you can do that? It's not long, so you have 11 or 12 weeks to do it. So I think we can all accomplish this, all right? And I'm working on it. I still get tripped up on the list of the fruit there, but the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. And then work on listing that. There is no law against these things. So let's work on memorizing Galatians chapter 5, verses 22 and 23. There will be a quiz. Yeah, I'm gonna gonna do the thing. I'm gonna get the big board up here one day and we'll like erase one word at a time and we'll patiently walk through it and we'll make sure everybody's got this, all right? Number two, I would encourage you to review your life verse. Review your life verse and get that back into your heart and rolling around in your mind. Life verse. In January, as a church, we walk through this exercise where everyone's encouraged to find a verse or a couple of verses that you can just claim as your own for 2018 to help you navigate all of the ups and downs and everything in between, that you can just keep going back to that verse and allow those words to center you. So we're at the halfway mark. 
If you have forgotten your verse, go out in the lobby, look at that display, find it, bring it back to life within you because when the word of God is infiltrating our lives, that's allowing the Holy Spirit to guide us. If you are not here in January, you're newer to Valley Point Church, I'd encourage you, dive into scripture and find something that is meaningful to you, that captures your attention, some words that make your heart beat fast. If you find that, that very well may be your life verse for this year. It's never too late to discover that. And so if you didn't walk through that exercise with us, that's perfectly fine. Find a verse now that will carry you through the rest of this year. So review your life verse. And then thirdly, commit to the reading plan in your program. It's on your talk notes there. We have a Monday through Friday reading plan. You'll find, I believe, it's in Galatians this week, so you'll get the chance to review this letter that Paul wrote to real people in a real church in the city of Galatia. Again, this is all about getting the words of God into our lives because this is how we allow the Spirit to direct us. Okay, back to the big idea. Fruit takes time. It takes time. Character takes time. And we're going to give time to this all summer long. I hope that you'll return next week. Dr. Joe Modica from Eastern University is going to be here to talk to us about that first fruit of the Spirit, love. I'll be hosting our gatherings. We're going to have a great day. And I know that you're going to enjoy hearing from him. And so make sure that you are a part of this and let's follow the Spirit. Will you pray with me? Father, we're thankful for some time today just to think through something that can be a little complex. But I, I do believe you break it down for us. And you want us as followers to be led by the Spirit so that in us is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. God, if, if I follow you, those things will be displayed in my life. And what a difference. What a difference that would make in the communities around us. God, that's true for everyone here. If we are led by the Spirit, if we follow you, if we yield to you, if we put you in the driver's seat of our lives, this fruit will be displayed. And in a world gone mad, where there's chaos and sarcasm and a lack of these nine things, love, joy, peace, a complete lack of this whole list in our communities, in our country, in our world. God, what would it look like if a small group, a small faith community said, all right, we'll be led by the Spirit and, and we'll give up control and running our lives and allow Him to do that by getting into His Word. 
by nailing our sinful passions to the cross constantly, by giving up on jealousy and all of these things that trip us. And choosing instead to allow you to cultivate in us the fruit of the Spirit. God, when this reality touches a faith community, I believe incredible things can happen. And God, we're seeing some of that here at Valley Point. I'm so grateful. The generosity. The people reaching out to others. The spirit of humility here. But God, we want to keep following the Spirit's direction so that the fruit of the Spirit is front and center in our lives and at Valley Point Church. Give us strength to live this out on Father's Day 2018 and beyond. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for listening. If you call Valley Point Church home or would like to make a donation, please go to valleypointchurch.com slash online giving. If you're in need of prayer, we would love to serve you in that way. Send us a message at prayer at valleypointchurch.com. Be blessed.